underwhelmed. This is the Adam Smasher Show, uncensored, with your host, five-time terminated employee, unemployment line regular, Taco Bell Kima Customer of the Month, June 2012, and the worst show intro writer you've ever heard. You didn't think I wrote this shit, did you? Adam Smasher. Uh, what's going on? Uh, this is uh, episode two, and it is going to suck. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh, Lou is here from Barbershop Talk with uh, Lou and Gore, which is one of my favorite uh, shows here on uh, on Vinyl Trap Radio. And uh, you actually own a barbershop, too, so that's not just a thing. No, it's not. How different is your barbershop from, like, uh, you know, like the the barbershop, the movie, like Ice Cube, and you know, you know, not not like that at all. Man, a, a, a little bit different. A little a bit different. A little bit different. But uh, same type of vibe, though. You know, the old school, classic, authentic barbershop experience. When I grew up in my hometown, uh, I was telling you I'm from South Louisiana. We had uh, this guy, and he was he was the only barber in town. His name was Wooger. It's Wooger's Barbershop. Wooger. Wooger's Barbershop. And it was the crappiest little place, man. And Wooger didn't even give a good haircut, okay? But you just went to Wooger's Barbershop. That's what you did. I saw today, I don't know if you saw this, uh, one, of the, one of the Jenner girls. You know, they have twins, right? Right. It's the two youngest ones. They had a baby. One of them had a baby. And she named it Stormy with an I. S-T-O-R-M-I. Mm. Lou, I never thought it would be possible for me to hate a baby, but I hate this baby. I hate the baby. Well, it's the Kardashians, dude. I mean, you also got um, what's the uh, what's Kanye's Chicago, 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 and is there there any chance Uh, of those kids growing up to be semi-normal? Absolutely not. No, it is not. It is not. Uh, All right. So uh, coming up today, uh, I'm going to have my friend on who is. Uh, he's a personal trainer, but I like him for a specific reason uh, because uh, he is starting this uh, thing. He's focusing on dads and uh, fighting the dad bod. Hey, do you know what the dad bod is? Kind of like me. I mean, you kind of like you're not like like severely overweight, but you're kind of like just unshapely, I guess. Not ripped. He's really good though, and uh, I, we're going to talk to him out here coming up. Some easy things for you to do. I always find it hard. Man, it's hard to get in shape. Ooh, it is. One, I love to eat, and two, I hate to exercise, and those things really don't go together mm-hmm. when you're trying to get get in shape. But uh, I tell you what, I did is. It, I don't know why it's so hard uh, to to get motivated to get in shape because when you do get in shape, you feel great and you're like, yeah, why don't I oh, do yeah. this all the time? And then you're like, oh, cookies, uh, you know, I don't know. No, and it's a time too because you know somebody can say you can work out for an hour and oh, it's, it's an hour and you're, you feel good, but no, you got to wake up early and then you got to you know drive wherever you're going. That's 15, 20 minutes, and then go home and shower. That's about two, two and a half hour. Yeah. Time out of your day. Well, this guy, I like him because, uh, and I you do you use your kids as an excuse for things. I use my kids always. It's the greatest having kids. You can use it. You can get out of stuff. You're like, oh, can't find a sitter. Sorry. Oh, damn. Um, but uh, this guy, I like him because he has six kids, and he has six kids, and he has two giant mastiffs. Okay, you know, yeah. His house is full. This guy has to drive a freaking conversion van, okay? Yeah. So he has the day-to-day stuff just like we do, but he's still, he's in shape, but he does have some help because he's a, a, a Marine, so he has that discipline. Sure. He's all about discipline, right? I, uh, I'm a compulsive eater. I'm an emotional eater. When I get sad or upset, Lou, I, I uh, drown my feelings in like cookies or cake or whatever. Is that is that is that your your sin right there? The cookies, the sweets get you. Yeah, the sweets get me. My wife is. Uh, I hate her because she is uh, skinny. After two kids, she still has a flat stomach oh, and yeah. she eats whatever she wants. <laughs> but she picks and eats like a bird. I eat like a freaking like a hippopotamus. I don't know. So whatever. And uh, it's around Mardi Gras time, so the king cakes. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, we have a a king cake in our house, like, at all times. And I walk by it, and I'm just like, and I'll walk by it, and I'll kind of glare at it, and I'll keep walking. Then I'll 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 pace and just look at the king cake until Mm. I give in. It's ridiculous. I fought for the Doritos, the late-night Doritos, 11.30, 12 o'clock. 
Midnight Doritos, man. That kills me. The original uh, nacho cheese or Cool Ranch or what? Whatever. Whatever. Dorito on it. Okay. The CEO of Doritos is a woman, and she they really she came out and said they were developing Doritos for women. Did you see this? I, I saw part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So the Doritos for women, basically, it's <laughs> her idea is less crunchy because all that noise, right? Yeah. Less cheesy because you don't want to be having the, the orange uh, dust all over your hand, which is like the best part. Hey, if a chick wants to lick their fingers with some Doritos, lick your fingers with your Doritos. Look, do what you want to do basically is I'm tired of uh, people getting offended and people, uh, we have to look a certain way, you have to be a certain way. Just if you want to eat Doritos and chug Mountain Dew and take your baby to Walmart with no shoes and they're chugging Mountain Dew out of, do whatever. All right, go ahead. I don't care. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. So get your dad bot on. Yeah, get your dad bot on. But uh, my friend, uh, again, he has six kids and I don't know about you. Uh, you, we were talking about you have two kids, right? I do. Is, is boys? Two boys. Okay, I have two boys as well, and mine are, are ten and seven. I mm. honestly, I cannot imagine having one more. In fact, I didn't even want to have two. I was good with one. That's it. And I, I use that against the second one whenever he, he you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I never even wanted you. <laughs> Go to your room. Stop crying. But dad, but dad. Stop, stop it. God. <laughs> My worst mistake I ever made. No, but I don't want, I, I stopped at two. I can't imagine handling more than two. You see these people with like six, seven kids. How the hell do you keep up with that? Like it takes a special person. Or two or three. You got to have help. You have, you have a friend who has like six kids. Yeah. Quintuplets and quintuplets, female quintuplets, little girls. Man, that's a that's a household full of um, females. Yeah, I Ooh. met I met a guy once. He had seven girls, all his seven plus his wife. And oh, I said, gosh. "How do you survive?" And he said, "I work third shift, and that's the only way I can survive. Because if if I was on their schedule, I would I would freaking blow my brains out. God, you know because." And I think this is true probably, uh, like little boys can be like whiny and stuff, and little girls usually keep to themselves, but when the girls turn to like junior high and teenagers... It's a mess. It's over. My friend uh, told me one time she, uh, they looked, her girl was probably about 16 at the, uh, at the time, and at the end of the day she went up upstairs and went to the, the bedroom, and her and her husband are sitting there in bed, and she just looks at him, and she goes... Emma is such a bitch. <laughs> and he said, I know. I can't imagine dealing with seven of those. That's some bullshit. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, you know, boys are, they're, 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 they're little bowling balls. They'll get hurt. They jump around. They wrestle. They get into shit like that. But, and the girls are all nice and cute. At least at, at this age where my kids are at, you know, the five, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds. We know the girls are doing artwork, playing with dolls. I'll be nice and cute and pretty. You know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, girls look so easy. But yeah, I wouldn't trade that though for, you know, 15, 18 years old. Mm -mm. No, my kids, I don't know about yours. Mine are like, they are all like farting machines. They think it's hilarious. And <laughs> see, women don't realize we thought that was funny since an early age. Yeah. It's just whatever, for whatever reason, they'll be sitting there. And my 10 year old, he's literally, he's reading a book or he's uh, watching with his headphones on the, on the iPad, like YouTube kids, and he'll just, and, oh, yeah. and then he'll get this little look on his face, and he'll, <laughs> and he'll just go back to doing what he's doing, you know? Mine rip it all around the house if they can, and if, if they don't have any more gas to rip, they're over here under the arm, <laughs> and think it's freaking hilarious. I made the mistake of teaching my seven-year-old how to do that. <laughs> my kids never laughed so hard as when... <laughs> They love to tell this story. They were in Whataburger with their mom, and they were sitting down. They sat down, you know, those plastic booths. Yeah. And uh, Katie, my wife, she probably wouldn't like me telling this, but uh, <laughs> she, for whatever reason, she had to let one go, and she thought it was going to be silent, right? And, it, man, it rattled off the booth. Vibration. They lost it. They just, <laughs> they were crying laughing. They thought it was so funny. Yes, mommy farts, too. I just, you know, I just figured that out when I got married. Really? I didn't think girls tooted, man. Or it took poops. No, women, and I, I've had this theory for a long time. Being on the radio, 
I've always had, you know, uh, hey, you got to watch what you say. Hey, you got. I've always worked for um, radio stations that were more female targeted. So you don't want to be, you know, talk gross guy talk. You're gonna turn off the females. But I've always had this theory that women are way dirtier and grosser than guys. And I, I, it's evident when, when every woman always tells me, like, oh, the guy's bathroom is disgusting. And a woman's like, you should see the women's bathroom. It's twice as gross. And when they get together, like a, bunch, a girl and a bunch of her friends, they talk about some gross stuff. All right? And they get way more in uh. detail and graphic than we do. You know? I always tell, I always tell people that you should, uh, you should automatically assume that all your wife's friends know what your penis looks like. They do. They know what you do. They know how you do it. Uh, absolutely. My penis? Yeah, absolutely. Your wife, oh, come on. Your wife talks to her girlfriends about that oh, stuff. Oh, hell. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, totally happens. They used to call me the Hispanic Titanic. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. Come on. And then people always tell me that it sank. We all know that... Leon has the the biggest uh, around here, and uh, let's not make that so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know how you brothers roll. <laughs> Come on now, I went to school. I ha- I had some brothers play on my football team. <laughs> All right, um, I was uh, I saw that Celine. This kind of creeped me out. Uh, Celine Dion, who I'm not a fan of, uh, she has a brawn cast. Of her late husband uh, Renee's hand, like they they uh, you know molded his hand and it's it's bronze, and she shakes it before every show oh. for whatever reason. And at first I thought it was creepy, but then I thought now now that might be cool to do with my wife when I die, but it won't be my hand. That was going to be bronze, <laughs> and she'll have to shake it every day. Uh, She's not shaking it when I'm alive, so might as well shake it when I'm dead. Uh, make right. use of it. Hey, what's going on? I am Adam. Uh, my friend Lou is in here from uh, Barbershop Talk. What's up? What's up? Lou and Gore here on Vinyl Draft Radio. Uh, well, first let me ask you, and I was kind of asking you this. You're more of a sports guy than I am, I'm sure, because everyone is. I basically have a vagina when it comes to... In fact, there are more women who are sports fans than I am. Come on. It's all because of uh, my dad did not do that with me when I was a kid. We didn't bond like that, so I never got into sports, right. you know? And let me lay down on your couch on the couch and tell you all about my relationship with my dad. No. We're not <laughs> going to get into that. But if you're a sports fan, I was reading all the crap that went down in Philadelphia, which have they do have the worst fans in the world. Brutal. They are horrible. My friend lived there for 2 years. There was a guy who was so, I don't know if he was out of his mind, drunk or, or whatever, but after the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, uh, he ate horse shit. And, like, horse poop. Why? Did it taste good? I mean, I, I'm... Did he brush afterwards? I'm, I'm at a loss for it. Can you ever get that taste out of your mouth? Like... Holy crap. We all know someone who smells like they have mm-hmm. horse crap uh, in their mouth, but to actually have it in your mouth is, uh, is nauseating, and I, I don't get that. They rank up there with the uh, the Buffalo fans. Those Buffalo fans are nuts, too. What are they called? The Buffalo... Uh, mafia? Yes. Yeah, the Bills Mafia. <laughs> the Bills Mafia. They are crazy. Uh, someone referred to the... Uh, <laughs> Himself and his uh, Philadelphia friends as the Filthy Delphians. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys are awful. You, uh, horseshit. I mean, I can't imagine what that tastes like, and I never want to know. Never want to find out no, what that I'm tastes good. like. I'm good. I'm good. No, kids don't eat Tide Pods or horseshit. Okay, it's not good for you. Although you're safer with a horse than the the, the Tide Pods. The horse <laughs> crap can't kill you. But Tide Pods can. I saw another one today, too. Some idiot posted a video, and it's not the uh, Tide Pod Challenge. They called it the Hot Coil Challenge, and it's uh, how long can you press your bare skin on the hot coils on your electric stove. Can we just let Mother Nature weed these idiots out? Let them die, you know? Whatever happened to, like, pencil break? I don't know. know. I mean... I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, people are, are stupid. People are stupid. Uh, okay, this is, uh, this is great. And I've talked about this before. And you probably got in trouble when you were a kid. I got in trouble when I was a kid. Definitely. But you now as a parent can appreciate it more. Like when your school called or you got your school called and contacted you over your kid. Why? Uh, <laughs> you just got a text right before we went on the air yeah. about your seven-year-old. Oh, man. So my kid comes home from school. And I'm over here prepping with you, just having a good time. I get this text. Then my kid dropped the F-bomb. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was to the teacher, but yeah. during class or yeah. at the teacher or, you know, in conversation, he yeah. dropped the F-bomb. My seven-year-old. That's, that's young. Oh, God. What do you do? What do I do? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't have a big problem with, with cursing. Um, my mom would be mortified because she's a nice Southern Christian woman. Whenever she gets mad, she goes, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That's what that's her thing. But uh, my kids, I don't know. I just tell them, look, they're just words, but you can't use them around other adults or no. at school. That's the thing. If you're with your friends and in the and in playing in our neighborhood or whatever, I don't I don't know what you guys say. I don't really care. Okay, See, I get it. Boys are boys are boys, yeah, and, yeah. and there's potty mouth. And I'm not gonna lie, I dropped the f. And, and sure, I'll t I'm guilty. I'm a grown ass man though. Yeah, I can say that. And if you make me mad, you it might come out of, out of my mouth. But you better know that daddy ain't playing. Right. But you cannot be mimicking daddy or using daddy's type of words. In my house, it's my wife who drops the F-bomb. Uh, that is her favorite word. I mean, and she usually yells it. Uh, but we say the same thing. So, look, we're adults. You're going to hear that kind of stuff, and you can't say it because you're kids. They're just things that you, you can't do, you know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll put blame on my wife, too. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. she'll drop. I think she drops it more than I do. I could be wrong, but I, I put money. She drops it more than I do. I I recently um, uh, I talked about this a, a while back, uh, but my kid, we got an I got an email from his teacher one day and said, "Hey, um, just to let you know, Ryder was passing out inappropriate comics uh, at school today." And I'm like, "What?" He did these comics that, and his comics, they're like stick people, okay? It's, yeah. it's just, but he was so excited. He came home one day and said, Dad, I'm, I'm making comics. I'm like, all right, buddy. I, I support creativity. I'm all about it. And I looked at his comics, and they're all... Three legs. No, no, they're not that. They're not <laughs> dirty comics. They are all about uh, some kid dying. Oh, God. So they're death comics. <laughs> So in each little you know square on the strip, there's uh, you know, and for whatever reason, he he gave the character in the comics, the kid, three names like an assassin, you know, <laughs> like Michael Bray Thomas. <laughs> I don't know why, but like in one of them, he's you know, he's he got hit in the in the balls with a rock. Ow! And you know, there's the kid going, ow! He got oh, something fell on his head, and then at the very end, it would always say. He died at age 13. Oh. That's a very unlucky number. And they were all like that. And I go, huh. hey, buddy, I'm glad you're writing and drawing and stuff. That's awesome. But, you know, maybe you know, balance it out with some good stuff, too. Not just all dying, you know. Yeah. So, you know, he, he, we knew he had the comics. But we didn't know that he brought them to school. He made copies on the copy machine. And he was passing them out to uh. kids. So his teacher... And I kind of, my wife and I took the, the stance of, okay, like I didn't want to argue with the teacher, but I said, what's inappropriate about right. it? There was no murder. He, he didn't get murdered. He just said he died at age 13. And there was a tombstone with RIP, <laughs> right? And we don't teach him death is a bad thing. He knows about death. It's but, life. But really, what is inappropriate? But I was like, okay, I'll talk to him. I'm like, dude, you can't pass those out of school. You know, no one was so. And this is what your ten-year-old? Yeah, ten years old. Smart kid. Creative. Oh, he's, he's very smart. He's very smart. Um, but yeah, he's very. He can be morbid at sometimes. Uh, just, just out of nowhere too. Just boom. Not from daddy. No. Yeah. 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 I, I'm definitely the the morbid one in our relationship. My wife's very extroverted. Very, you know, you know. But I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting when I'm not here. I'm sitting in, in my house in a dark corner, like just with an with an evil look, like Mr. Smithers on uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, very dark. Um, I can be at times. Um, 
But sometimes your kids will just come and they'll just say stuff out of nowhere. And you're like, where the hell did you learn that from? Where did you learn that? They from? pick everything up, man. That's what's crazy. And they pick up the good and the bad. Yeah. M- mine's a smart kid. He listens very, I mean, he listens to everything. He's, he's very intelligent. Yeah. He just, uh, he listens too, too, too well. Um, I have this, uh, Leon, let me know if the, if my computer's up. I just, I forgot to, to plug it in. Okay. So I got to plug it in. My, my kids came home one day and for whatever reason, they started talking about um, Lebanon okay, and how it has bombs. There are many bombs in Lebanon. Listen up, Daddy. I've got to tell you something. It's time for Kids Say Crazy Stuff. Lebanon. You mean Lebanon? Yeah. Lebanon has little bombs. Lebanon has bombs. <laughs> Lebanon has bombs, yes. Cooper, get your hand out of my pants, dude. Really? Why do you say it again? I don't know what it was again. Kids say crazy stuff. You know, sometimes I instruct them what to say. But out of the blue, uh, my kid will come home. And again, he's my youngest. He's seven. And he was trying to explain to me one day that a kid threw up in his class, and he was trying to explain it to me. This is how a seven-year-old explains the right lesson. Uh, it was not like blah, blah, blah. It was just like little like scoops of it. So it uh, wasn't a full-on blah, 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 blah. It was like little, little scoops of vomit. <laughs> Thank you, Cooper. I appreciate that. Um, I, I've been struggling with, with my lack of, of physique. Uh, here I don't know I guess dad bod I look, kind of looked up the definition and it's like like you're just kind of maybe not overweight but like you're just unshapely so I don't know if I've got a dad bod I've got a sad bod okay <laughs> I'm going sad bod uh, but fitness is something I've struggled with for a long time and um, my buddy Tony is on the phone uh, he is a, a great guy great motivator personal trainer and uh, I like him as I told you guys because you know, we use our kids as an excuse sometimes. We don't have time to do this and th- that. And, well, Tony's got six kids, okay? This dude had to go out and buy a conversion van. He, he's he got a starting lineup with a friggin' alternate on the, uh, on you the know, bench. a sub on the bench. Uh, hey, Tony, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, happy Wednesday. Every city I move to, I always find someone like Tony, who's just, like I said, a great, uh, it's all about not just a person, anyone can have a personal trainer, but he's, you know, very, very motivating, and I think that's what a lot of us need, but tell us about this, um, this you know, thing you, you've got going on with the dad bod. Well, um, so the, the term dad bod really became popular about a year ago, but as a dad, I kind of you know, took offense to that, and then I kind of looked in the mirror and said, you know, I'm a, I'm a trainer, and I can kind of see what they're talking about, because, you know, I'm, I'm 43 years old, I have six kids, um, and, you know, you could, you could probably guess that, that I exercise, you know, but you can probably also guess I like ice cream. Um, who doesn't? So, you know, I kinda, <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, um, let's just you know, kind of just start with this little thing. If dad likes fitness, and, you know, we, we want to fight the dad bot because really, when it comes down to it, um, a lot of us dads we we don't want to be a bodybuilder. Okay, I mean, if we could just snap our fingers and look like a bodybuilder, great. You know, we don't want to be a powerlifter. You know, most of us just we we want to feel good. We want to feel strong. We want to feel healthy. We want to like how our clothes fit. We want to have good energy throughout the day. We want to help control our stress. We want our wives to still be attracted to us. Um, so you know, but we also have a limited amount of time we can put toward it. So what I really am focusing on with with my dad life fitness project is putting together some structure, some accountability, some community to help dads who want to be healthy, who want to be active, who need some guidelines, but don't necessarily need a trainer with them every time they work out, or maybe they can't afford a trainer every time they work out. Sure. They, they just need some structure. So that's kind of where we're going with this. Why is it that we know in our minds that when we do work out and eat better, we feel good, we look we look better, right. we, we feel more confident, but then we stop and we're like, go back, it's like we love being miserable. I don't know what's going on. Sure. I mean, self-sabotage is a real thing, you know. Um, there, there's no doubt about it because, you know, if, if we start, 
you know, achieving too much success in one thing. It's like, ooh, you know, now the expectations are coming. Maybe I ought to just, just screw it up, and, and so I don't have these expectations. Uh, but, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. It just takes some consistency and a little bit of focus. And, you know, as men, that's another thing we're fortunate about. You know, wives would get mad all the time because, you know, they're, they're exercising every day. They're, you know, cutting out all breads, all pastas, um, and they might lose a pound that month. You know, their husband quits drinking Cokes and drops 10 pounds. You know, and so, you know, you know, as a guy, a lot of times we do have the ability to, to make some changes quick and get back in the rear pretty quickly and really start feeling a big difference. So the key then is just, just the consistency of it, fitting it into your lifestyle, making it a long-term habit, looking at it as part of your weekly routine and your daily routine. And, you know, we're not just doing this for a three-week program or a six-week program. This is part of our life because if we feel better, we are better. You know, we're better husbands, we're better fathers, we're better employees. I mean, we're better at everything that we do when we feel good. Um, Lou, are you a, a gym person or do you like, yeah, I don't like getting, I'm going to the gym. I'm a, not a gym person. I don't have the motivation for a gym yeah. to get myself there. Um, I do a local Camp Gladiator uh-huh. here in the in good. city. That's and good. and the, I love the accountability factor of it. Yeah, it's, we all need that accountability, but you know, I, what I like about you know there are so many things that you can do on your own with little to minimal weights like maybe if you have a few light dumbbells or something there's tons of things you can do right Tony to 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 Absolutely. exercise you don't have to like you know go on the bench press every you know right. twice a week right you know for sure yeah I mean the main thing is get moving I mean go for a walk you know um, ride a bike you know, if you like sports, if you like, you know, play pickup basketball. You know, play play soccer, golf, chase a frisbee, and just get moving. You know, get get your butt out of the chair, off the couch, and move around a little bit. You know, everybody's got a floor. You can do push-ups. You know, True. I can't do I can't do cardio. I don't have a treadmill. Well, do five minutes of jumping jacks and tell me how you feel. Oh uh, yeah, you know, you know one of the best things. <laughs> yeah, one of the best things I have, uh, and and when I do use it, I, I, I jump rope. You'd be like, holy yep. crap! Good. Jumping rope is is crazy. You you mentioned pickup basketball. I never knew exactly how out of shape I was once I started to get older. Until a twelve year old asked me to uh, play a, a quick one on one at like the YMCA. <laughs> And guys, he was he was a lot shorter than me, and I had to try and beat him, and I barely beat him, and I could I could I was about to die. He's running around you. Yeah, I was about mm-hmm. to die. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's crazy. I I played with my son, my oldest son, a few months ago, and I mean, I remember the rim being a lot closer to my hand when I went up for a layup the last time I played basketball. Than <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. If you don't do stuff like that for a while, you know, sports, you know, specific sports or uh, activities. It's a different beast, and it's going to challenge you in a whole new way. I think the go ahead now, Tony. What about what about the late night snacks? Because that's um, I'm sure uh-huh. that, that that's my fault, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys, a lot of dads out sure. there where where they fall into that category as well. What's uh, what do you recommend for that? Sure. Well, there's a couple things with that. So for me, that's one of the areas I have to be careful because I'm a boredom eater. You know, I'm not necessarily an emotional eater, mm-hmm. but I'm a boredom eater. If there's nothing good on TV and everybody's asleep and my wife's reading a book or whatever, and, I, and I'm bored, I'll go looking for something to eat, even if I'm not hungry. And usually, when I go looking for something to eat, it's a bucket of cereal. Or, I mean, it's it's not something that's a good choice for me. So, you know, for, for guys, if, if you're really trying to lose weight, you need some pretty concrete rules. And so one of the things that works really well for me is after dinner, I'm done. You know, that's it. That's, that's my rule. If I get hungry, sorry, you know, I, need, I can have a glass of water, I can have a glass of wine, you know, I can have something like that, but I, I can't just start snacking and grazing because I know that's my weakness. Now, for a lot of people, and just in general, if you're going to eat at night, there's nothing necessarily wrong with eating at night if you're making good choices just like any other time in the day because your body doesn't know that it's 8.05 p.m. and automatically turns everything to fat. Okay, yeah. but what we normally choose late at night is junk. You know, we're getting the chips, right. we're getting the ice cream, we're getting the bucket of cereal. Lou mm-hmm. likes Doritos. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, with and, some Louisiana hot sauce. Did you see Gronk? This is that's sad. He got broke. His house got broken into when he was playing the Super Bowl, and he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you got. I mean, they had to have like planned that. But I mean, I mean what are they gonna find at Gronk's house? I don't know. Think, you think Aaron Hernandez has something to do with it? Oh, oh, right, right. right, right. Oh no, wait, my bad. He's no longer with us. Okay, 
So um, is, is he is he is he in jail or is he dead? I can't remember. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. I told you I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> um, so uh, actually, it's funny because Gronk um, actually called uh, police. Like I, I don't know if he did like nine one one or or what. Um, I think it's a nine one one call. Yeah, because in the beginning he says it wasn't it was an emergency, uh, wasn't an emergency. But uh, here's the a little clip from Gronk's uh, call to the cops. Let me pull this up here. Okay, here we go. Hello, me Gronk. Stop steal. Send help. Gronk mad. Oh no. Steal Gronk's my pillow. Gronk not sleep. Gronk angry when Gronk angry when he not sleep. Oh no. Even steal Gronk food. Hurry, Gronk hungry. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, wait, no. Here's, okay, here's, no, that's not. Here is, uh, this is the the real, uh, real call. Uh, shit, uh, dang it. it. Sounded just like Gronk. I know. That's what I think of when I hear Gronk. 911 line decoded. Where is your emergency? Hello, this this isn't an emergency. This is just, uh, this is Rob Murkowski calling, and uh, while I was gone, my whole house got robbed uh, while on the Super Bowl trip, and I just got back. Hey, doesn't Gronk know that that 911 is for emergencies? Like, oh no, it's not an emergency. I realize I called 911. You should probably call the police. Like, you don't have a robber in your house with a gun to your head. Your stuff is gone. Adam, do you know the police number? No, but I can find it like real quick, you know. So you wouldn't call? I'll call 911. Google. And, and th- I mean, that's the first question they ask. Yeah. Is this an emergency or not? No, it's not an emergency. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. I would see. I would just Google. What are you doing in that situation? I assume that you just Google. you just yeah, Google. Where's the police number? I don't know. You know. I'm calling nine one one. I mean, it's not an emergency. No. You know. Do tie up the lines though. Poor Gronk. That is sad. I don't know how you guys felt about. I was reading that Justin. I just realized that I've been saying a lot today. I was reading like I'm like I'm some kind of like oh yeah you know I read a lot. Book scholar man. I'm very very well uh, versed on uh, current events. I have many leather bound books. My apartment rich in mahogany. <laughs> so I saw today that um, oh here goes my ADD again. Oh that uh, Justin Timberlake uh, he just had his album is gonna be uh, be out. Uh, well, it's out, but it's going to go to number one. Like after this week, it'll be number one. And I don't know how, if you guys have ever seen, look, I get this question a lot when I've worked in regular radio before, and I've worked at a lot of pop music stations. Right. People say, Hey, do you like the music you play? I used to now I hate it. Right. Okay. It's shit. It's absolute shit. I do not like it, but that doesn't mean I don't respect or think some of the artists are very talented. I took my wife to, here's why you should go to a Justin Timberlake show. I took my wife to Justin Timberlake for her birthday one uh, year. He was playing in Nashville. And first of all, MILFs everywhere. This place is full. Okay. There are no teenage, teeny bopper girls there. It's all hot moms in their, like, in between 30 and 45, 50. Okay. With their hot bods. Yes. And. I'm going to tell you what, dude. That dude is talented. He's, he performed for a long time. He can sing. He can really sing. And he can dance, yeah. too. Uh, but, but critics were, were ripping his, uh, his new album and, uh, and his performance at the Super Bowl as well, which I... You know what? Do we ever... Critics, to me, come off as just assholes. They're their snob, job. They snobby have to assholes. find it, right. You know, they never like anything. And I never listen to critics at all because, you know, they... Well, their job I, is to critique. Right. But a lot of times, they'll at least be like nice. They just ripped his... I mean, they ripped him to shreds. But he's still going to have the number one album in the country. Um, but I was... One thing I didn't like about the halftime show... How'd you feel about the Prince, the hologram thing? Because that was a, a rumor for a while, and then yeah. it actually happened. I was okay with that. I mean, it's his, Prince's hometown. Yeah. Um, see, but I, I just, I, I just want to be entertained. Hey, that's cool. When they lit up the city purple, I thought that was cool, too. Now, that was really cool. That was really cool. But here's why I didn't like it, because I know that Prince would not approve of that at all. Oh, uh, true. He would not approve of that at all. Even if it was JT? No. Nobody? No, absolutely not. So nobody could be. Nobody would have been able to do that, and Prince would be like, eh, that's no. all right. No, he would be like, don't do that. Don't do that. And he, he's up in heaven, right. you know, looking down, just shaking his head, going... 
in Purple Rain. Yeah, and when I think of Prince in Heaven, for whatever reason, I think of him. Although I don't know if Michael Jackson is in heaven. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I said it. I said it. Uh, but I imagine him and Prince arguing together. Yeah. Okay? And this is what it sounds like in my head. Dream sequence. Come on. Let's sing. I want to make music. Not now, Michael. I just want to be alone. Don't want to sing with you because you give me the creeps. Creepy man. Creepy man. It's creepy. Creepy man. Creepy man. I hit the high note. It really hurts my feelings. I don't care about your feelings. I don't. Give a come on, Prince. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Prince! Leave me alone, or I'll stab you with my heel. Seriously, you're creeping me the fuck out, man. Alright, so. Okay, so that's why I get fired five times. Because so, <laughs> of that stuff. You know, I'm the only one who thinks about Michael Jackson and Prince arguing in, in, in the afterlife. That's creative. Really? Yeah. Now, would Michael Jackson approve of somebody doing Because uh, we, I mean, we've seen it done. Hasn't JT done it, I'm assuming, maybe? He yeah, I think Michael would be all right. And so many people have imitated uh, Michael. Yeah. And, uh, man, that, that, and that dude could sing and, and dance as well. I mean, no one better, really. But, damn, such a weirdo. I mean, come on, yeah. man. Like, that is strange. If, if you... I, I had this conversation with my kid just the other day. He said something about somebody who said he was being weird or something. I said, listen, don't ever take being weird as, as an insult because sometimes being weird just means you're different. A lot of people call me weird, but it, it just means you're unique and, right. and you know, don't, don't pay attention to that. But, dude, if your nose is falling off, all right, that is some messed up shit right there okay if your ass is a different color than your face yes that is <laughs> something is going on there that shouldn't be that's all i'm saying okay that's all i'm saying and again oh and again uh, it was not like blah, blah, blah. it was just like little like scoops of it <laughs> little scoops of vomit thank you cooper Oh my God! Does your kid? When you wake up, um, when I wake up in the morning, it always freaks me out because I'm, I sleep a lot of times. I sleep on the couch because I snore, and my wife at one point she just got sick of it. I tried the the mask, the Darth Vader mask, and everything. <laughs> I can't have anything on my face. Yeah, it's awful. And at one point she's like, "Look, I can't sleep with you doing that." So right. I'm like, "All right." So if I'm on the couch, like I'll wake up in the morning. And my seven-year-old is right at my feet. And he's like, hey, Dad, did you know that blah, blah, blah? And he just oh, starts yeah. talking to me. I'm like, my eyes aren't even fully open yet. I can't have a conversation with you now. This is your seven-year-old? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go away. My seven-year-old is just Shh, like that. Quiet time. His, he'll, he'll wake up five minutes before his alarm, naturally, and he'll talk to himself in bed. And he'll come, come to our, our, if he doesn't take a shower the night before, he'll come to our room. And he just chooses to take a shower in our, in our bathroom. And he's singing, da 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 it's going to be a good day. Da, da, da. And my, I look at my wife, and she's like, what is wrong with that kid? Oh, my she God. She goes, well, the good thing is he's a happy kid. And yeah, he is a very happy kid. But come, you're driving me nuts. Yeah. Too, too, too hype. Hey, welcome. If you're just joining us, what, what am I Googling, kid? I'm. Just, this is a great thing about. Alexa porn. Uh, this is the great thing about uh, being on the uh, on the internet. And Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not poured by itself. So this is why I'm going to tell you why right now I don't have uh, the Amazon Echo or the Google Home or anything like that in my house. Because funny story about what when my, when my kids found out about Siri. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second what, what I found them talking oh. about. All right, listen to this. Uh, it's only 20 seconds. Here's a kid with the Amazon Echo. Like that. Like that. Hey, ticker, ticker. 
can you talk to play wheels? You want to hear a station for porn detected? Porno ringtone, hot chick, amateur girl, quiet, sexy. No, Alexa, stop! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Alexa, shame on She's you. She's a keeper. Shame on you. So I, uh, I was, I was, when I introduced my kids to Siri, uh, when they found out about Siri on their like you know iPods or whatever, I found them with the iPad. I, they were in the the other room, and my house isn't that big, so I heard them. And all I heard from afar was Siri, show me Justin Bieber's butthole. Uh. <laughs> God. <laughs> they just, for whatever reason, they kept saying Justin Bieber's butthole, which was very disturbing. Did she find it? Uh, I don't know. I, I We quickly stopped it. <laughs> yeah, no, but, Siri, no. Um, Bad Siri. Uh, did you, uh, did, have you guys seen the grandma, the, uh, the off-the-boat grandma with the Google? Um, no? Oh, my God. Mm. Okay, this one is great. This one, she, I think she's uh, either Greek or... Or maybe Italian. I don't. I don't know. But she. Uh, they're getting her to uh, to talk uh, with with you know Google the home Google Home. Listen. You want to create oh, a stunning you, website? Come on! I've already Are done you it. Serious? Oh. Oh, stupid. Oh, skip ad. Okay. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> what is raining today? Water. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, answer! <laughs> it said yeah. yeah. He said yeah. Yeah, it's her. Oh it's a woman? Yeah. I'm glad to meet what you. What is this thing? <laughs> I love Goo Goo. Hey Goo Goo. Hey, you're okay. There's something from the house. You have to say hey Goo Goo or okay. Hey Goo Goo. <laughs> okay Goo Goo. What's the hey, weather? Yeah. What's what? the weather, ask? What the weather? You want to know what is the weather? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. In Flagler Beach tomorrow, there will be showers with a high of 65 and a low of 56. She, she's Italian. Italian grandma. <laughs> she backed away because she's scared of it. It's a mystery. Oh my gosh. Ask Google to play an Italian song. Cuckoo! Hi, cuckoo! Say hey or okay. Tomorrow in London, it'll be sunny with a high of 41 and a low of 40. Oh my god. I think she's speaking in tongues. I get it. You're stupid because I can understand everything I'm saying to you. Yeah, you're cuckoo already. Hello, cuckoo. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do it. Oh my god. <laughs> Old people and technology. Hilarious. I, I, I hate going home to my parents' house because uh they don't have they don't even have Wi-Fi there. Nah. My kids get so annoyed. They're like Oh, they don't have Wi-Fi. What do we have to do? I'm like, oh, boo-hoo. Go out and play. The same thing we did at our grandparents' yes. house, right? Like, you figure it out, man. No cable. Pansy. Okay. All right. The sexy voice you hear yeah, is God. Leon. All right. So um, yeah. what, yeah, I don't know if you guys. Just a bit intense. I love uh, Craigslist uh, misconnections. And um, so I pulled some of my favorites. And we're going to have Leon read them in his sexy voice. Because, again, you can get, I've, every time I get in a wormhole, when I go to misconnections, I get in a wormhole because I'll, I'll stay and I'll click for hours <laughs> and just laugh. Uh, you know, some people obviously are on there because, you know, because they're just, they're being funny or stupid, right? But some people, it's sad. They actually think, like, something's going to happen. You're like... Oh, dude, I feel sorry for you. You should just go out and pay for it, okay? Because it ain't happening. It's not happening. Okay, um, so here we go. Um, hold on. Where's my sexy music? Oh, yes. Okay. Leon. I'm genuinely so embarrassed about what happened during my physical this morning. Maybe maybe mortified is a better term to use. It's obviously been a while since I've had hands other than my own touching down there. 
And while I know it was merely an annual medical checkup, my magic love wand evidently has a mind of its own. Yeah. Sorry for the magic reference. I'm a fan of Harry Potter, no, no. but not in a creepy way like this. <laughs> this made it worse, dude. Anyway, next year, I hope you have forgotten that this happened. And I won't again get an erection during my exam. Oh, <laughs> no. I had a friend who, who uh, uh, his nurse his nurse put in his catheter, and she was hot. And he was just, mm. before she even opened up, like, the sheets, he just looked at her and he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ladies, it has a mind of its own, okay? We can't control it. Sorry. Oh. You threw up on me, and I told you not to worry. It happens. Total babe. You look sexy even when you're puking. Seriously hot. I can tell you have great gag reflexes. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh. oh. Nauseating. All right, next one. <laughs> I had to poop today. <laughs> and went into the bathroom before class. As I sat... As I sat in the first floor bathrooms before class, as I sat in the first floor bathrooms, I heard you desperately trying to squeeze on it. Well, squeeze on out. <laughs> it sounded like you were having problems. I thought your shoes were kind of hot. <laughs> I noticed you peed on the floor a little, and I don't mind that even all, even if you didn't wash your hands that long. Uh. Reply with subject, yellow night, so I know it's you. <laughs> Yellow Knight. Uh, I'm assuming that's a, like a same-sex couple because otherwise, if you're a guy or a girl, oh, why would you know, be in the opposite the bathroom? Re- yeah, I know, right? Mm. <laughs> two guys, two girls. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hot shoes, maybe two girls, but I don't know. Pete don't on the know. floor? No, it had to be a guy. Oh, well. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. Oh my God. All right, next. I'm a tall, dark, and handsome man. That was in the line... No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was a tall, dark, and handsome man that was in line at the dollar store. You were behind me and totally gorgeous. I saw you and your friend go back in. And oh, I'm sorry. And I took my time uh, before I left. Uh, I'm sure you won't see this, but you are so sexy. I'd love to see you again. By the way, I'm a massage therapist. Wink, wink. Oh, uh, God, gross. Yeah. Gross. I used to know a massage therapist, uh, and he uh, he was asked to leave the place of business because he had a weird thing with people's feet, <laughs> like a face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, and I'm man. so glad he never creeped on my feet because I think it was just women's feet. But you know, I mean, not that that if it were guys' feet, look, you live how you want to live, it's fine. But uh, still, um, that is a little bit creepy. Mm. Anything that involves hands on the body, you probably need to find out what that person's motive was in getting behind that mm. that that career. Mm. I mean, it would be a good, you know. Yeah, guys, it, massages never end that way unless it's like a shady, you know, massage. My friend uh, <laughs> drove me by a, a place here in Houston long time ago, and uh, it he goes, check it out. And we drove by it, and it just said it was a yellow neon sign, bright yellow, and black letters. It just said Asian. <laughs> That's oh, it. That's all it wow. said. <laughs> it was mm. in the shadiest part of town. I think I saw someone get murdered uh, on the corner, and uh, it was just, yeah. Like, what about those places that is, are strictly feet massage? I don't like people touching my feet. I'm not a feet person. No, not at all. So, uh, my friend... Uh, I do this other, Lou, this other uh, show, and it's a podcast, and our problem is we haven't been consistent with it, trying to sync up our schedules, but we recorded an uh, an episode earlier today that I'll put out tomorrow, the next day, and it's called Bad Daditude, and it's my friend Josh and I uh, who just sit around and just bitch about our kids and our our wives for a little bit, or parenting (laughs) in general. We kind of like parenting uncensored, Uh, so Josh, I told him to, uh, to call up the show. I uh, hear this afternoon. You use that word "friend" very, very loosely. All right, we're we're right. Okay. Well, I, I hate. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say we're too. friends. No. Well, would you say that we're actually friends? I mean, we don't we don't do a, a lot of stuff together, but that's because 
Okay, this guy, I swear <laughs> to God, he is in. Are you are you in a, a lot of activities? Like, do your kids do? Your two boys yes, do a lot. Like, because yes. he every anytime I ask him to do something, I, he's like, oh, I got Cub Scouts, or I got oh, this yeah. and that. We got like, baseball, soccer, oh, bullshit, business, BS. Yes. Yeah. So I think if you if we had more free time, we would. No. Okay. But, you know what, Scoot? Josh? He really have, wants your friendship, but he really wants your friendship. <laughs> I have two scout meetings tonight. Tomorrow night, I have uh, some kind of something for for their school, and I have another meeting before that. I mean, I cook, I do homework. I'm a busy guy, and I'm responsible. And you're Very fat, and you're ugly too. That's uh, don't forget that. Don't forget that. What do you make? That's the only defense you have is that you know. Now that I'm fat, <laughs> it's the only one I'm I need. Skinnier than you. Yeah. Whenever I was skinnier than you. Yeah. Put you to shame. Yeah. He he lost the shame, and I felt bad for you. So you know what? I felt bad for you, and I said I'm going to start gaining weight back. That's what I did. <laughs> Josh, Josh, I felt bad for you. All right. When Josh used to be, um, we used to work on a show together, a radio show here at in Houston at KRBE, and Josh was like 340 pounds, like he, I mean, just huge. And he, over the course of how long? How long did it take you to lose all that weight? Like a year and a half, dude. He nice. was he was skinnier than me. I mean, it was like a different person. Uh, you know, now he's creeping up and getting fat again. So Uh-oh. he's always been ugly. But no, no, no. I'm not creeping up on it. I'm definitely fat again. You're there. <laughs> There's no creeping. We were just we were just. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm not creeping up on anything. Uh, we were just talking and uh, in the commercial break, and uh, Josh said he was making uh, meatball stew at the moment. And uh, growing up in Louisiana, uh, and I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but my mom, anything we cooked at night, it had rice and gravy involved. Oh, yeah. It was like pork chops and rice and gravy. There was always uh, some kind of steak and rice and gravy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everything was rice and gravy. It was rice and gravy and corn. Every once in a while, you had a good vegetable like green beans yeah. or peas or remember those butter beans? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh, hold on, my timer's going off. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yes. Such a busy okay. guy. No, oh, I'm good. I know. Rice and I had, gravy. I, had my, uh, I always I had, had a rice with a meal, too. The rice. What's that, Lou? I always had a rice with a meal. What? Rice and beans. Oh, Tortillas. Yeah. yeah. That was There's... me. Rice and beans. Rice and beans are good when you're in college. I mean, you expect that to be every meal in college. Well, this is like Mexican rice and beans. Yeah. You know, some Mexican rice with some refried beans, a flour tortilla, maybe well, a little okay. scrambled egg and chorizo. Well, let me ask you this. Is it, was it like pure, like, Mexican food? Like, or, or are your parents, like, off the boat kind of thing? Well, not off the boat, no. They're, they're American citizens, but, uh, <laughs> yes, they're from Mexico. They came over the right way. We are, um, okay. yeah, I, I wouldn't be here right now, man. I'll be on the other. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'm not trying to get them deported. I'm not trying to get them deported. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> Number one, staying off the boat is wrong in the first place. Yeah. Because all you have to do is climb over the border. There is no boat. No, no, no boat whatsoever. So Number one. Yeah, so and, you should you should have said two. you should have said so your parents over the fence or the, or what or just I mean, you could also say am I a good swimmer you know I mean it's in the genes yeah, but yeah. no it's all a jail so, no we so have some good was, authentic Mexican food it was authentic right there's there's a, refried bean I got I have a question about refried bean okay or is that authentic or is that bull is that is that is that authentic um, Mexican food. Yes. Um, you okay. can make pinto beans a lot of different ways to be authentic, but um, yes, you will find a lot of refried beans. And it's got a. Why are. Go ahead. Why are refried beans only fried once? Because we like to get fat and refry them again. You know what? Uh, well, no, you. I thought you were going to say, why are we talking about beans? All right, let's just, let's move on. Let's move on. Josh is, uh, he told me earlier today, uh, um, give you a little sneak peek into the episode. Uh, he, I can't believe this. His kid, his oldest is 11. And tell Lou and everybody else what your kid came home with uh, now. What, do you, what does he have? Well, he didn't come home with it. it right. Just, it, right. We, what's, what's funny is, okay, so uh, for Halloween, he didn't know what costume he was going to wear. And so I uh, literally on the day of Halloween, I had to go pick out a costume. And I said, I'm going to let him wear his wife's beater, his jeans are all torn up, 
and I got him a Joe Dirt wig. That's awesome. And so my wife, my wife goes into penciling his mustache, and she didn't have to do much work. Dude, at 11 years old, and he just turned 11 in October, full-on mustache. Mustache. I mean, the mustache is there, yes, and, and the voice is changing. So we're going through all this at 11 years old. The mm. question is, at 11, do you shave at that point, or you just let that that dirty look go for another couple years? It's kind of like it's kind of like when like girls like you know they, the mo- mothers won't let them shave their legs until they get to a certain age, you know, because that means I don't know what that means. I mean, if you can comb the peach fuzz, I think you got to get rid of it. It's not combable yet, but it's very evident that the uh, the scoutmaster for for Cub Scout said that uh, Billy won the award uh, at the Pinewood Derby the other day for only kid in uh, in elementary school with a mustache, and it's true. <laughs> Solid. Solid. <laughs> oh, I have because the I, I have the worst facial hair. Like it just doesn't grow in. So like now, an eleven year old is going to have a better set of facial hair than me. And that's that's just sad. You, you know why you should be upset? Because you have ants in Louisiana that have more facial hair than you do. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Do you have an Aunt Lou with a mustache? I'm sure I do somewhere. Don't you guys, have you ever been into, and this is like like when you go into like hillbilly town. Okay, I experienced this when I was up in the Midwest in certain parts of Kentucky and stuff. Like you, you go to a uh, drive-through at a you know fast food place or whatever, and the woman like pops out and she's got a full-on goatee, oh, <laughs> like full-on with the underarm hair and everything. Oh, just you know, God. not good. No, no, no. There, there's a there's a Chinese restaurant close to here, and uh, and Nicole went and got some uh, some takeout, and she said that she had one strand of hair under her chin that was probably about <laughs> five and a half to six inches long. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, that's sexy. At, at what point do you not care that it's there anymore? Okay. I'm glad, just let it grow. I'm glad you said that because at, at guys, at what age do you, as a, as a man, do you become, uh, what age is it where you just don't care anymore and you're like, I went to the bathroom here in the hallway just a little while ago, and this old man is, is you know, right next to me, and he, he comes in, and first of all, he's talking to me at the urinal, which is weird, but then he he's saying something, and he's just like farting, he's blowing them out, like as he's as he's peeing, you know. They're good at that. Yeah, yeah. It always happens. And it, but they don't even acknowledge it. Like it's look, that's just the way it is. No. Or the moan real loud. Oh, yep. Yep. oh yeah. yeah. My my dad Ooh. always goes. Oh, well, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you just don't care? It's not only that, but it, it's it. I guess you have to gauge it too by what what age are you when you start to make noises on the toilet? Because <laughs> I mean, in radio stations, the toilets are like the. I mean, it's it's not good in any in any restroom in any radio station. Yeah, and I remember going into the like at 19 years old, going into the bathroom, and I mean, this guy was just cranking out. He was. <laughs> Oh yeah! And just like making the noises that go along with it, I was like, "Are you trying to impress me? Is this a mating ritual? I mean, are you trying to lure someone in? I don't know what's going on." And I find that now, like, there are times whenever it just calls for a little bit of noise, and mm-hmm. you, you have to help it along. <laughs> yeah, and I don't care. I yep. don't care who's in there. What about the guy? What about the guy at the urinal who pulls his pants all the way down to the ground? Have you ever experienced <laughs> that? That's weird. Oh, that's yes, weird. that's yes. weird. That is so that's the same guy that's at the the YMCA or, or any place that you work out that is in the uh, the hand dryer, and he's got his leg raised so it can dry off his his undercarriage. Yeah, yeah. No, you can say oh, balls. Man. It's okay. This is the internet balls. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Or you you go and you you put your le- they put their leg up on the bench next to you and they're drying it off with a towel and you're like whoa. Uh, powdering up, got the powder yeah. everywhere, LeBron I'm, James style. I'm telling that story uh, earlier, and uh, our friend Bertrand, he's t- telling me about the funniest, I think it was Ray Romano, he was doing a, a stand-up bit, and he said he doesn't mind, <laughs> now that he's older, he doesn't mind, it doesn't hurt as much whenever <laughs> his nephew or his sons uh, punch him in the balls, because it's like punching a curtain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! But, 
but it's those guys with the big saggies that they like you you have the the towel service at some of the the ymcas where you you, you can grab a towel when you walk in oh yeah and i used to do that all the time nope. like i would grab one of those towels and they're white towels until i walked into the men's locker room not anymore and there was this old guy just sawing it back and forth just <laughs> i mean balls gliding along sawing it and it was like a slow deliberate like no you could i uh, i can only imagine i, I mean i know he just got out of the shower but Man, that's I don't want anything that's been sawing on your butthole. Hey, I can't wait to go home and when my wife asked me about what did I do today, I talked about old guys' balls <laughs> and their butthole. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. They well, look like a curtain. What? <laughs> or you could say I didn't get fired. Whoa. Well, that's a yeah. plus. Hey. Yeah, that's always a, that's always a plus. <laughs> I had to warn Katie before when I did get fired this last time. I told her and I go, hey, can you give the kids a heads up because I don't want the like last few times where it's like. Seriously, my seven-year-old looks at me. He goes, "God, you got fired again?" Not, yes, son. Not really great. <laughs> yeah. For more, check us out at finaldraftradio.com. I was supposed Hello? to call her back earlier, and I, I'm bad at, at returning calls. Hey, mom. Hey. Hey, hey, mom. Uh, you're you're on the radio, but it's internet radio. But still, you can't uh, drop any f bombs or anything. Okay. Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, I, see, I told you. She's a good Christian woman. She's a good Christian woman. Mm. Hey, Mom, what are you doing? Well, <coughs> I'm just getting over being uh, sick, you know, so doing better now, though. Mom, you've been, you've been sick a lot lately. I'm worried about you. Yeah, well, you know, getting older. <laughs> My mom has been the secretary at my elementary school that I went to for how many years? 31. 31 wow. years. So she's around nasty, germ-infested kids all the time. All day. All day. That's why you're getting sick, Mom. Uh, well, you know, but I'm better now, so I'm L- good. Listen, I, I really mean this, okay? And you have, to take yeah. care, you have to take care of yourself because if something happens to you, I am not taking care of Dad, okay? <laughs> okay. That's even funnier if you know my dad too. Let me tell you. Oh man. Oh, well, you have to tell your brother then. <laughs> I I uh, I when I went visit last time, I uh, I got up really early for whatever reason. I was just sitting in the front room and I was having coffee, and it was like still dark early. And my dad just went in the kitchen, and I just heard him. He was walking around the kitchen, just mumbling to himself, like having a full-on mumbling conversation. He's a mumbler. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Mm. I don't know. Maybe when you get older, you'll be just like that. Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't I hope that not. be funny? No, it would not. It would not. Uh, I think it'd be pretty hilarious. Yeah. Oh, smasher. Mm. Um, Mom, that's, a, that's my friend Lou uh, with me. Hi, Mama Smasher. Hey. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing much better, thank you. He's he's Mexican, so don't say anything racist, okay? I know how you are. Oh, just, not to worry. Just I, call me Papi Chulo, though, okay? It, what? Wait, what? I'm sorry? Papi Chulo. Bertrand likes to call me Papi Chulo. Okay, hold on a second. Hey, Mom. Yeah? Will yeah. you do, do me a favor and say the word fajita? Fajita. Fajitas. She always says fajitas. How do you say fajitas? it? Fajitas. But it's, it's, okay, if you're Hispanic and you're saying, hey, what's up with fajitas, that's fine. But when you're when you're a white person, I feel like it's always obnoxious when they go, hey, I'm sorry, could you bring me some cilantro? Some cilantro. 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 Oh, don't make fun. I know my uh, Mexican. Ma'am, it's Spanish. Okay, whatever. Um, okay, well, Mom, I'm glad you're doing better. Uh, I'm glad you, I'll, I, I know I only spontaneously call my mom when I'm, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the air for whatever reason. Uh, I'll have to tell you about this new, uh, this new, uh, this gig I'm doing right now. So, oh, okay. Uh, he has a job. He has uh, a job. Yeah. Be proud of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you more about that. But it's on the internet, and I know you guys don't even have Wi-Fi, so. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I have internet. Yeah, she has she has the internet. I had to convince guys. I had bless my mom's heart. I love my mom, but I had to convince her one time that uh, she needed to move uh, forward to like a digital camera because she was like, no, I like my thirty five millimeter. But oh, I'm like, yeah. mom, 
No one does 35. I go. And we even develop those? Yeah, you take the picture and you can immediately look at it and see if it's good and delete it and retake it. With a, with a camera, you get the film developed. Sometimes like, they're bad. Like a selfie? Keep yeah. taking selfies? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you and the technology. Oh, well. Uh, no, but you know, sometimes new stuff is not good. See, you see why I'm trouble. See why my mom is so wise. That. that is very wise. Right on. All right, I love you, mom. Okay. Bye, Mama Smasher. All right, talk to you later. Love you. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. Uh, there you go, my mom. Your mom's so sweet. Anita, she is a good Christian woman. But I was telling someone earlier that um, she is. I mean, I, she, she, I would consider her a, a Bible thumper. I mean, she literally, she takes the Bible word for word, everything in it. So, but I was telling people, the difference between my mom and a lot of other people who claim to be, I'm using air quotes, Christian, is that, you know, uh, like say I, I, I bring my gay friend home. Does she think that's right? No, because no. Christian but, mom. Yeah, but she always says, it's not my place to judge. Right. And she'll invite you into her home. She'll cook a meal for you. She because it's not her place to judge. Right. And people forget that. It's like, do you guys really think? Now I'm going off on a tangent. But when you like talk hateful about someone for for whatever reason, for the color of their skin, for the for their sexual uh, preference, whatever, and you start like being hateful, do you really think God is up there going, "Good job, buddy. Good job. You give yeah. it to him. Nah. Yeah, yeah." You tell him! Yes! <laughs> Show's over, dickwad. It's over. A lot of people in the audience look pissed. This is the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. A Final Draft Media property. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com.